Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball. A recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. What up, guys? How's it going? What up, mouth? Hey, audience, what's up? Been a busy, busy couple of days. We have so much news to get into. Malv, we just got to get into it. Let's do it. First order of business, Media Day. The biggest takeaways from Media Day and at the start of Training Cap, Malv, I'm going to present to you a list of things that caught my attention. And from there, we can see which one you want to talk about. Yeah? Let's do it. All right. So the main thing from Media Day, the number six patch, league-wide, honoring Bill Russell. Salute to that. That's the first thing I noticed. All the jerseys have that. But moving on, the Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant. Quote, I want to be in a place that's stable. Kyrie, quote, I lost out on $140 million. <laughs> You already know. You know. They know. They know. They know. <laughs> they know. They know. Drizzy, uh, the Warriors with the four trophies, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond. Warriors are also in Japan right now with the Washington Wizards playing some preseason basketball. Pretty cool. Ri Hachimura representing. Pretty cool story. Zion, he's so. looking swole. Do you see that? He looks good. Zion actually looks really good. He appears to be in a much more jovial state from this time last year. Um, what are your thoughts on New Orleans contending this year? He looked good last time. No, he looks he looks skinny. He looks better. Yeah, he does. He got the, he got the gold hoop earring. I like his like muscles. It's very looking chiseled. like Shazam. Because <laughs> I know, right? I love it. Modern day. They're gonna reboot it. Uh. <laughs> I did not include them on Mowgli's teams on the come-up a couple episodes ago, but I wouldn't mind seeing them. Moving on to the Sixers, James Harden, he's looking pretty slim. Greg Popovich, quote, don't bet on the Spurs. That's all you have to say. You don't, we don't even have to delve into that one. Legend. You already know Pop. Or Jimmy Butler's hair. <laughs> uh, come, come on. They look like four, like, what, what are those, like, uh... Kind of like the girl version of Goron. What was her name? Goro. 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 Or Shiva. Goro. It was Goro. Goro did have like hair like that, yeah, right? Exactly. With the very long ponytail. Yeah. yeah. So that's what <laughs> Finish him. That's what it Jimmy, I love the hair though. I love the hair. You do you. It's working. Mal, Mal is Mal. I'm a hater. Yeah. I straight hate and I'm going to no, tell you the hate lovely. in your face. It's lovely. Keep it up, Jimmy. Keep, Keep it, it if you're winning. Lose it if you're losing. And we also have a bunch of great Laker sound clips that we will talk about more in Laker Talk, yeah? Switching gears to a bit more serious topic, a couple of suspensions happened recently. Uh, we're going to talk about the Boston Celtics and their, their head coach, Ime Udoka. Suspended for the entire 2022-2023 season for, quote, consensual sexual relationship with a female employee. After the 2023 season, his future with the team is still uncertain. Joe Mazzula, who was an assistant for him, has been promoted, has his interim coach, uh, I think there was a Woj tweet. Boston is looking at one of the Clippers assistants to join Missoula's staff. What are your thoughts on this? A year after making the finals, Ime Udoka, it seems like he's the next in line, uh, you know, to carry the, the torch. Brad Stevens, you know, after Danny Ainge left, you know, it seemed like they were going pretty good. Celtics always on and up. This looked like the season, like nothing should have been wrong, right? Like player-wise, they got like a solid team still. You got they, the core back. And Malcolm Brogdon. I forgot about that. Yeah, and they have a solid team. 
And it looks like, according to Woj, Blake Griffin is now a member of the Celtics on a one-year, fully guaranteed deal. You read what the crime was, right? We still don't know many of the details. So a lot but, of information has not been well, revealed. Well, other details, it's consensual. Between, I, I understand you're working in the organization. Maybe yes. they said in the contract you can't be doing that. But From, from the information that has been revealed, Malv, uh, it seems more like an ethical suspension the fact that he was ethics. I don't know. I don't know. He was he was in a relationship with uh, Nia Long. Does she play in the WNBA? No. <laughs> she was on the Fresh Prince. Do you remember her on the Fresh Prince? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on. Um, That's Will's classic girlfriend right there. Yes. Yes. I Matt Barnes came out and said too. He was like this supporting is the truth. This, this. He was supporting Ime Odoka, and then he found out some information, and then Matt Barnes retracted his statements and saying this goes way deeper. Uh, so that leads me to suspicion. It goes into the deep NBA state. Brad Stevens was crying. Did you see that? Or he, he was like, <laughs> I'm so, I feel so bad for our, our women employees. Like he was like getting then choked what up. is happening? Exactly. I don't we know. Need a, we need a Barnes need bomb. A, That's what we need. A Barnes bomb? Yeah. yeah we, need, we, need a, we need a 30 for 30 for this. <laughs> right? There's going to be one. Yeah. No, I want to watch the Netflix one. It gets more detailed. Right? And, and, and I trust Matt Barnes, too, because he, he drove yeah. 90 miles to beat Derek Fixer's ass. Don't forget that. <laughs> oh, Hey, that was down the street from us. Yes. Yes, it was when Matt Barnes used to live in Redondo. SideQuest. Um, I actually got his autograph right in front of that house he beat Derek Fixer's ass from. <laughs> Speaking of side quests, we used to call Matt Barnes Jose and Jose Matt Barnes. Shout out to our, our friend Jose. Uh, a very striking similarity to Matt Barnes. Yeah, we still don't even know Jose is Matt Barnes, his <laughs> fucking kid. They look exactly the same. Yes, yes. But going back to Boston, um, does this help them? Does this hurt them? Where, where do you see them now? Are they going to... Gives them an excuse. If you said it really was consensual, then what, what are we doing? You're saying it's an ethics problem? Like... From the information that's revealed, there's just not enough to inconclusive evidence. We can't really make an assumption. I'm just hoping it's not that bad, right? We're going to have to redact our statements. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to have to redact our statements, Mouth? <laughs> Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Well, from one suspension to another, let's go ahead and talk about the Phoenix Suns owner, Robert Sarver. I guess former current Phoenix Suns in the process. Interim, um, <laughs> interim owner. <laughs> I don't even know. Um, uh. Originally, Robert Sarver was suspended one year, fined $10 million uh, after a lengthy investigation by the NBA uh, for inappropriate conduct in the workplace. And after the punishment was handed down, uh, there was a lot of backlash. A lot of people felt that it was not severe enough comparing it to Donald Sterling. Sarver only one year, but $10 million, But Sterling, lifetime, two and a half. Yeah. I think so. And as a result... Robert Sarver is in the process of selling the Phoenix Suns and the Mercury. Jeff Bezos, uh, Bob Iger, a couple of these people. What? I didn't hear Bob Iger. Was gonna be. <laughs> uh, PayPal was also threatening to pull their jersey sponsor. Um, but, yeah. That's what I think led to really to Sarver, like, leaving, leaving. Right? Like, making the decision, like, after PayPal, that's when you heard, like, at first I heard it was just the Mercury. Especially because, you know, it was against women, a woman or two coworkers that he said things to. Like, I was just like... I guess it's not the classiest move, but I'm like, well, if you have to give one of your franchise up, you know, uh -huh. might as well make an appeasement. But like, I think that PayPal and I want to say like, probably hearing from other players around the league, just like tarnish his name. Because I remember when the article came out, remember he had a quote about himself saying like, it sucks how like what 20 years in like the NBA and how like the last few months are going to be like highlighting your whole career. 
Speaking of selling the team, Malve, I have a Bleacher Report article pulled up. Uh, report, Suns valuation projected to be over $3 billion. Stop lying to me. Ahead of impending sale. No. no. So back when Sterling sold them, right, when he was forced to sell them, they, $2 billion, I think, right? Damn. Was it? And the only reason it's like this is because CP3 and the Suns, like the last, I'll give them four seasons, have been like media darlings, like, you know, on top, doing their thing. <laughs> that was the craziest thing too, Mal, because all of this stuff was happening when the Suns were making the finals, right? Mm-hmm. I remember originally hearing reports about that. Anything else you want to say about this before we move on? I hope this is the end of this saga, but we'll see. All right, well, switching topics to a much lighter subject. Malv. You saw them from the beginning. The Las Vegas Aces are your 2022 WNBA champions. You called it or what? They're the only team I watched and the Seattle Storm during the WNBA. Um, But yeah, they finally did it. They finally won. They brought the chip to Las Vegas. The first major sports championship to Vegas. Not bad, right? They defeat the Connecticut Sun 78-71. to They win the series 3-1. to Should have swept it. This is how it was all season. I told you right from the beginning I saw it, and I think you got a few stats. Yes, I do. First off, let's congratulate Becky Hannon. She becomes the first coach in WNBA history to win a title as first-year head coach. Also becomes the newest member from the Popovich Spurs coaching tree to win a championship as a head coach. Wow, 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 he's very nice. Your finals MVP was Chelsea Gray, averaging 18.3 points, 58% from the floor, Six assists per game, 45% from three. Not bad. They went 26-10 and 10 during the regular season, tied for best in the league. They were the number one seed in the playoffs. They won the in-season tourney uh, Commissioner's Cup. Asia Wilson was your two-time WNBA MVP. She was also Defensive Player of the Year, all WNBA first team, along with Aces guard Kelsey Plum. Jackie Young was most improved player. That's a crazy resume, right? Right. It just said, like, they had to win the championship, right? That's if what it was. Lost, like, yeah, that's what well, they said. Well, again, you know, because they got swept during the COVID season, so. That would have been equivalent to, like, the 73-9, and nine, probably, right? Fuck, yeah, like, yeah. WNBA. Like, you got so many things stacked, especially, yeah. like, all the individual accolades. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces. To quote Iron Maiden, Aces high. Well, from one championship series to another, Malv, we got the 2022 FIBA Eurobasket Finals. Spain, they defeat France 88-76 to to become the 2022 FIBA Eurobasket champions. They finished 8-1 in tournament play. Pelican center Willie Hernan Gomez was your Eurobasket MVP. In the gold medal game, he had 14 points and 8 rebounds. His brother, he balled too. He is from the Raptors, I think. Juancho Hernan Gomez. You mean Bo Cruz? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I love it, Mav. I love it. Juancho had 27 points, five rebounds, one assist, two steals. This is Spain's first Eurobasket gold since 2015. Damn. And their fourth all-time, led by Los Hermanos Hernán Gómez. As for France, though, Mav, the silver medalists. Stay losing. <laughs> Gobert. Sacre bleu. What I tell you? Rudy Gobert, 6.6 rebounds, one assist. Uh, Rudy. More points in a closeout game. You need to see more of that. Evan Fournier, though, 23 points, three rebounds, two assists. How did we get to the finals, Malv? Well, we had Poland versus France and Spain versus Germany. Hey, where's Luca and the Antetokounmpo bros? They were eliminated. Poland eliminated Luca and Slovenia and Germany. 
and new Laker Dennis Schroeder, <laughs> new old Laker Dennis Schroeder, yeah. more of that in Lakers talk, uh, Germany eliminated the Antetokounmpo bros. So, yeah, that's why they weren't in the final game. All Eurobasket first team, we have Spain, Willie Hernan Gomez. From Spain again, Lorenzo Brown. From Germany, Dennis Schroeder. Guten Tag. <laughs> for Greece, you had Giannis. And for France, Rudy Gobert. Was Lucas snubbed from all Euro team? It is what it is. Use it as motivation, Luca. Moving on to the next order of business. The Ball Brothers, Malv. They are back together. Leangelo, Lamello, Reunion in Charlotte. Remember, they played in Lithuania together too, right? So according to the Charlotte Observer, Charlotte Hornets signed Leangelo Ball to one-year NBA deal, reuniting him with brother Lamello. Wow, he's pretty tatted up now. Yeah, definitely. He's got that, some nice... that time in Chinese prison. <laughs> <laughs> Made him a man. <laughs> I, well, hey, this is another step closer for uh, the big three, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Ball himself's dream, right? His three boys together. Yeah. Like, this is going to be dope. You know you're going to need it to sell some tickets. Hopefully, like, you know, they actually get some playing time, but... That'd be mm, nice. It'd be cool, right? It's a nice story. Uh, yeah. I think Leangelo, he's definitely... His journey has been the most challenging to get to the league, right? At least he's putting his ass in work, right? Like, he's doing shit, even though, like, he's kind of getting, like, the, the door open because of his brothers. At least he's still putting it work full. Like, honestly, I know Jordan, many consider him not one of the best governors, but I don't think he would do this or allow it to happen without maybe seeing an inkling of it actually doing something for him in the basketball world. Good on them. I like it. Next order of business, CJ McCollum and the Pelicans, a $64 million extension. That is for two years, I do believe. And also, Kevin Durant. He was inducted into the University of Texas Hall of Honor. Very impressive for him. Congratulations. He was there. He, he threw up the horns. Uh, good on KD. Did he shout out his mom? Yeah, she was there too. Oh, she was yeah. the real MVP. Mom, <laughs> mom Wanda, she seems nice. All right, let's do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. It looks like the Oklahoma City Thunder, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. It does not look like he's going to be ready for the start of the regular season because of a knee injury. That is what the Thunder GM, Sam Presti, has reported to the Oklahoman. So, so no Shea Gilgis or Chet Holmgren to start the season. Chet. Uh, <laughs> oh, Chet. <laughs> yeah, I used to, a side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. <laughs> I used to watch Terminator 2, and when the T-1000 oh. is stealing the 18-wheeler, like, before that, like, like the, 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 the driver. Out. Yeah, but he, he says, <laughs> Chet. <laughs> like, I always say it like that, too. So, get better. Get better, Thunder. Get better. Uh, the Lakers, Lonnie Walker. Looks like he's dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury. Trade him. <laughs> it's already like that, Mal. Uh, I see it. Chet. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're on a good one, guys. <laughs> also with the Lakers, Troy Brown Jr. He's going to be limited to non-contact drills. And Dennis Schroeder. Uh, he remains in Germany while working on a visa issue. Oh, damn it. Scheiße. <laughs> Scheiße. Are you kidding me, Schroeder? After we brought you back, you got problems with the visa? But in good Lakers news, Malv, Kendrick Nunn, he has been cleared for full contact practice. Like to see it, like to see right. it. <laughs> yes, I would like to see it too. <laughs> I would. Lakers need to stream that. Yes, <laughs> we do, we do. They need to stream it. 
But unfortunately, we do have a bit more sad injury news. Chicago Bulls and former Lakers guard Lonzo Ball, we have an injury update on his knee. It is not progressing the way doctors had hoped. Uh, surgery was the last option, and now he is expected to go under surgery. Sure. The entire season is now in jeopardy for Lonzo, right? It's, yeah, this it's is tough. disgusting. This is disgusting. Uh, Lonzo, that's tough, man. That's tough, tough break. Got to keep your mind right, though. Yeah, he seemed like in good spirits like um, when he was describing how the doctors hadn't seen anything like this before, and, you know, he seems like he's in good spirits with it, though, so that's good for him. And that's going to do it for the injury list for today. We got some nice Pacific Division talk that we want to get into. I think we should start off with the champions, yes? Yeah, always. Yes. Wait, wait. Lakers? Last season's champion, Mal. <laughs> Andre Iguodala, he is returning for his 19th and final season. Allegedly, Alleg- final that's season. What I was say. Did he for sure say his final? He, he said final, but you never know, this right? This is it. This, he said this is it. <laughs> Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, he is definitely going to get his jersey retired. He's going into Hall oh, of Fame. Yeah. Hall of Famer as a Warrior, yeah? No, as a Net. He was, was he a Net? No, no he was a Sixer. A sixer he was an All-Star he... with a Sixer. Nuggets. Um, Nuggets. Oh, yeah. that's highlight. Yeah. Actually, he was that on baby the... baby blue jersey. Yeah, he was yeah. on the Nuggets when the, the Warriors beat them. Remember? That was, oh. that, that was the breaking out party. Oh, and uh, yeah. Iguodala was on the opposite side, and then he joined them the following year. Oh, hey, man. Like, that's like him, Haslam. Morning, like just players that like yeah. I feel have that like mindset to be willing to come off the bench and know what they bring. And he was know? rewarded with a finals MVP. Yeah. Right. Fucking amazing. Also for the Warriors, Gold Blooded. That is a new seven episode docuseries chronicling the story of the Golden State Warriors journey to the 2022 NBA championship. It is narrated by Andre Iguodala. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very cool behind-the-scenes stuff. New interviews, team exclusives. I just have one thing to say. Gold-blooded. Nah, <laughs> I love that. I love that motto. I was on it. You're saying it's just gold-blooded, or are they going to do the whole reign? Like, from the beginning. According to this NBA article, gold-blooded is just about the 2022 championship okay. but a nice 30 for 30 would be chronicling the the golden state the splash brothers dynasty but we'd get james earl jones no <laughs> he's retired no who's Ufasa, somebody from Simba. the south like i'm not the south the, you have to get e40 I mean, e40 is gonna narrate ooh, it you yeah. got e40 to narrate it we'll do the 30 for 30 go, malvin mowgli um yeah i like it yeah splash brothers put it in existence but yeah real. <laughs> hello <laughs> that was good yeah. <laughs> Shit. Shit. How does he do it? Uh, uh. Going on to the Phoenix Suns, we mentioned the Robert Sarver suspension and selling of the teams, uh, but we also have DeAndre Ayton. He's beefing with his head coach, Monty Williams. Or is he? DeAndre Ayton was asked about head coach Monty Williams, and he kind of just stopped and said, I haven't talked to coach since we got eliminated in a rather dismissive manner. And then Monty Williams comes back and says, I haven't talked to a lot of players since yeah. we got eliminated. <laughs> so, um, Who's telling the truth? It's Phoenix. Phoenix, it looks like they're dealing with the outside drama. Uh, you know, they still have a solid team, but you got the Sarver stuff. Now you have this. We'll see what happens with Aiton and the Suns, and hopefully they can uh, put that behind them and work as the season progresses, as the season starts. Sacramento Kings. No, as the season rises for them. Oh, <laughs> there you <laughs> that go. That would be their, like, their, their soap opera. Yes. As the season rises. That's their telenovela this yeah. year, right? Yeah. This week on As the Season Rises. Man, I ain't talked to Coach. <laughs> I ain't talked to a lot of players. <laughs> Fiend. Fiend. 
And moving on to the LA Clippers, I saw a report out there, Media Day, Kawhi, he's saying that he would have played in the finals last season had the Clippers made it. Remember, he made our all-injured team. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens. <clears throat> he made Cyborg our- talking about this right now. <laughs> his legs look so swole. Have you seen his calves, his no, thighs? No, but you always tell me. Oh, my gosh. This dude is like... Making sure they don't go away. Mr. Olympia right here. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. So uh, the cyborg is ready. I have updated. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that's Pacific Division talk. The designated Lakers talk. Now, before we get into the media day highlights, we wanted to welcome back Dennis Schroeder. He returns to the Lakers on a one-year $2.64 million deal. Uh, remember, he initially turned down an $84 million contract extension Idiot. Idiot. in 2021. Dennis, welcome back. All right, well, let's get back to the media day highlights. Mal, this team is blank. A bewilderment right now. Mmm, interesting, interesting. There's a lot that I took away from media day. The first thing, though, is the next telenovela that we want to get. <laughs> And that is the Brody and Pat Bev BFF show, right? Bosom buddies. <laughs> the, bosom, the Brody buddies. The Brody buddies. Let's we'll call them that. Uh, Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook seem to be the new bromance of the league, or at least in the Lakers. According to a Dave McMenamin report, Pat Bev has said that Russell Westbrook has been his best friend since he got traded there. They're practicing at 7 a.m. together. Uh, Russell Westbrook on Patrick Beverly. I hold no ill feelings. I let stuff go. I'm trying new stuff. So, um... What do you make of that? They were, they, they. Man, today's full of lies, lies, and more lies. <laughs> oh, man. I don't believe it. They had this crazy rivalry. And now they're chilling? It's wild or, or like that, right? When you're on the same team. I don't, that, then it's not a real fight then. You know what? There's this, some people I hate and I can't be in the same room around them. You know what this <laughs> reminds me of a little bit? A little bit. Just shades of it. This reminds me of when Kobe Bryant and Ron Artest became teammates. And how they were beefing. Remember when Kobe? I don't remember the beef because it's so. Oh, during the the Rockets days. And Patrick Beverly was a Rocket when all of this stuff happened. So you know it's not apples to apples, but definitely they were beefing. And then when they joined the team, you know they coexisted together. Ron Artest turned into a fan favorite. But like I feel that one, even though Westbrook's gonna hate me after saying this. Westbrook was not Kobe though. That's yes, that's the major one. That's the major one. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yes, yes. yes. I was exactly gonna say that. I totally forget that. But again, I think the the rock Ron Artest at the time. You know, <laughs> he, he had the presence of mind because remember, he did the interview after they won. And it's like, yo, after it's like, I'm going to play with, you know, like, yeah, I feel like what uh, I, you know? I do feel like Beverly, though, he has that like, energy. Yes, he does. But and like Westbrook he, ain't got that. I feel like Kobe mentality, the mom, but not the mama mentality, just like the, the smarts to be like the way for me to win more would be for me to sit down <laughs> you know like you know like i'll go off when i start playing but i don't think you know for him i think kobe would have been like if i can't make any of this i'm gonna do something for us to keep winning you know let not lose you know but i'm gonna do anything i can to fucking win this game head coach darvin ham has said that he views russell westbrook as a starter but also <laughs> westbrook has come out and said that we all have jobs sometimes people at our jobs don't like us so, you know. So, who is he talking about, coach or about Patrick Beverly? Or the Lakers organization for trying to or trade Jeannie. him. Or Genie, yeah. Who yes. are we talking about? Or, or, or Rob Palinka. That's why I'm be wild. Rob Palinka, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Stephen A. Uh, but, yes, there was also that. They had a photo shoot, and, like, uh, Russell Westbrook was very distant 
uh, from AD and LeBron. And I was just going into that. That was me being like a, like a being you. Yes. Being yes, yes. And I was like, just get closer. Russ. Bro. Uh, like, that's what the, that's what the, the photographer was saying. No, but after that, though, that, after that though, they had a three point shootout and it was LeBron. It was AD and it was Westbrook. Westbrook had a win. Well, LeBron was the first one to lose. So I think they were saying first one to lose, but you know, they were, it seemed like good camaraderie. Like AD was like, come on, come on, Russ, let's do this. Russ. We want the positive. We do. Okay. Yeah. I'm just arguing for arguing at stake. Like, I want this to be true. But a little bit of me tells me Westbrook ain't going to be like letting it go. I feel Patrick Beverly could let it go because he knows, like, yo, we're on a team now. Let's win. <laughs> you know? But Westbrook, I still I feel he's a salty one. He's a salty Brodeen, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we want a championship. Laker fans, let's not waste LeBron's prime, please. Moving on to the next order, Laker business. George Mikan, Laker great. George Michael? No, George Mikan, Malv. Uh, he's finally getting his jersey retired by the Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers. I still do not believe that. Yes. For a long time, you know, his uh, Minneapolis championships were not accredited. But not anymore, Malv. So on October 30th, against the Nuggets, if you're able to make that game, George Mikan's jersey will also be retired. Take some pictures, have some fun. Mikan was a five-time NBA champion, part of the 75 greatest players, and a Hall of Famer. Congratulations, Big George. Also, we've got a couple Laker birthdays. Happy birthday to Phil Jackson. Feliz cumpleaños to Phil. Feliz cumpleaños to Elgin Baylor as well. Happy birthday! Is that it, Malv? I think so. We jam-packed a lot today. That was a lot. There was a lot to digest today. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, how was your September? You liked it? I'm just glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you were supposed to say, wake me up yeah. when September ends, Mal. Ah, oh, I messed up the line again. It's just, it's so damn hot these days. Uh, you know, I've been, I've been on a rough one, but man, today was fun. Like boosted that energy back. Like, how about you? You like your September? I always like the change of season. September's leading into October. It's a great time to be a sports fan, a Halloween fan. So for our listeners, we got a nice spooktober 2022 on deck for y'all. <laughs> Hopefully you guys enjoy it. And that is going to conclude today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that. Feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. Mal, final thoughts. A wise man once said, don't bet on the Spurs. <laughs> <laughs>